I hit the record button. Oh. Just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know. I don't want I you to be afraid. I made Rishi. Well, I can edit this out. You're not going to. I'll edit it out. Mm-mm. I don't want... I Listen, mm-hmm. I want you to feel comfortable. You I, s- you started out of nowhere on I me. don't... I did not. <laughs> we did a test recording. Mm-hmm. I listened to the levels, and then I said, I think these levels are good. And then I hit the record and button. So, and now I know that that is your cue to start recording. I never knew that before. That is so my I cue. So I just start jabbering and like we're halfway through the podcast. I don't even know we're making it. I'm just having a good time. That's true. But that's my style. Okay. <laughs> that, that gorilla recording. Yeah. That's very like, it uh, reminds me of like the catfish documentary style. It's yes. real informal. Yeah. Exactly. That's my style. Okay. You know? All right. I love that. Gonzo journalism, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're sitting directly across from each we other. We are. It's a little intense. I feel like I'm in a job interview. Which I don't think we ever have before. I don't. Because at your place, we're just on the same couch. I know. Or I'm on the floor. Yeah. And then usually my living room is such that I'm sitting next to you. To my right. 90 degree angle. Yeah. But now. But today, we're right across yeah, from Yeah, we're each right other. across and I want to discuss your performance on the podcast. Oh, no. Yes. Okay, how am I doing? You're doing fine. This is episode nine, so I've had nine chances. It's the nine, ninth episode performance review. Oh, thank Pretty you. standard. Thank you. Okay. Across the industry. Yeah. Well, you would know better than me. You've got a lot of pods. None of them have hit nine episodes, though. <laughs> so here so, we are. So here we are. This is uncharted territory for me. That's why I've never done a review of right, a co-host. Right, right. Okay, so it's your first review, my first, you know, being on the receiving end of the review. Yes. So, like, we're just going to we're just gonna go through this together. And you can also review me because technically I've been your co-host for nine That's episodes true. now. That's true. That's true. This always feels like your podcast that you're just inviting oh, me no. to be on every week. Is no, that that's true? not true. That's not true. That sounded harsher than it. Like, it just feels like, because you, you do all the work, you know? Yeah. I just kind of come here and forget what i say and then leave yeah that's true yeah i'm, I'm just the producer you know yeah it's you're true. the talent though yeah i want to make sure like are you putting a credits situation in the description or something because i just want you to like you know you took care of uh what's that called in the industry uh snacks but it's a there's a, oh there's a the, word for uh it. yes oh craft services the craft services that was you yep uh you were the producer you were the best boy I the mean. best boy uh-huh that's yeah that is uh, that is in the credits yeah the description of every episode yep i knew that yeah as the credits roll craft services producer <laughs> co-host best boy best boy yeah cat dad <laughs> that's yeah. it yeah so that's my review Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. So it sounds like it's going pretty well. I Yeah. Yes. I think so. I think yours is going well as well. Thank you. You are going well. Yeah, thank you. I'm having a good time. This is a fun podcast to make. Yes, it is. Do you want to introduce it? Yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. We were going to leave it a, We were gonna leave it again. No, no, no. And we're not going to do it this time. I've got gotcha. you. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. And I'm Natalie. And, and my, my ex, ex and, and I have, have a podcast, podcast together. together. And there it is. And that's what it is. This is the ninth episode. As I just said, mm-hmm. I've never had a podcast make it this far. Hey. You know? I love that. I, I love it too. Wow. And Here we are. No other podcast was No deserving. other podcast has ever done this. We're the longest running podcast The longest podcast running ever. podcast on the internet. On the internet I, I since d- forever. Dare you to find a show that has nine episodes. Give, send it to us in an email. Yeah. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Stopped at like three. I think he's on. No, I think he's on seven. Oh, good for him. You know that dude's recorded like 2,000 podcasts. I hate it. I hate it. I, yeah, I do too. Good Lord. I hate him. I speaking of hating people, yeah. I realized in the last episode that we put out when we were talking about um that Instagram poet that we don't like. Yeah. Uh 
is we sounded very bitter. Yeah. And, and I want to emphasize that uh, we know. I would like to emphasize I am. I am. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I imagine it did come across that way. Yes. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And that's all right. I'm not ashamed of that. No, me neither. Mm-mm. No, he doesn't deserve it. Mm-mm. So that's so, just what happens. Yeah. I did. I did feel weird about that segment. As I was listening to it while I was editing the podcast, I was like, well, this is, might just be some unnecessary hate, but I say it with love. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's nothing I haven't said to him. Direct- I was literally telling the story of me directly, directly telling saying him. that to him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of the people that we are is like, you know. There's nothing that we're not going to say behind your back that we won't say to your face. Absolutely not, no. And there's nothing that we won't say on our podcast that we won't say exactly. to your face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love talking shit. It's great. I hope that someday this podcast becomes big. Yeah. And he becomes a fan. Oh. And then he's like, I better restart. Mm-hmm. I better go back to the beginning. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. then, you know, he's listened to like 10 episodes of, uh-huh. the, of the recent ones. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, this is great. I'm going to go back to the beginning. And then he gets like seven episodes in and he's like, oh, this is great. It's nice to see where they started, you know? Mm-hmm. And then on episode eight, he just, he just we fucking nail gets him. gets wrecked. Yeah. We uh. fucking nail him. Then he yeah. goes back into the, those Instagram DMs and he's like, Michael was right. That poem, <laughs> that poem was really shitty. <laughs> that poem was really shitty. I have a problem with the word poem. Yeah, poem. Yeah, but then I also say poem, which poem. is also sounds wrong. Yeah. How do you say it? Poem. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah. But I can't do it. Poem. You also can't say the word pillow. I cannot say the word. I cannot say that word, no. <laughs> I cannot. Say it for the listeners, Michael. I think Michael. it's charming. Say it for the listeners, Michael. What are you going to go rest your little baby head on before you go to sleep? Pillow. <laughs> with an e i do yeah i throw that e in there i don't know where it comes from it's, either it's like it's it the in case you couldn't pick up on that he says it as if it rhymes with marshmallow correct or just mellow um oh, I guess that is also word. <laughs> yeah i do pillow oh i it's not that i hated it. it is cute but like it's not cute why i just don't i understand don't know why because you, you can say the word pill Absolutely. And you can say, oh. I can't do that. <laughs> I cannot do that. No, yeah, you're right. I can. But mm-hmm. it's like it's like that classic friend scene. I know everyone knows what I'm talking oh. about. <laughs> yeah, I think we all know. Where uh, Phoebe is trying to teach French to Joey. Smelly cat. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that one scene about smelly cat. <laughs> they fucking beat that thing into the ground on that show. Jesus Christ. Every third episode was about smelly cat. Um <laughs> No, but Phoebe's trying to teach French to Joey, and she gets him to say all the parts of the sentence, but then yeah. he shuts down yeah. when he has to say the whole thing yeah, in a we, row. We all did get it. You didn't have to. Okay. 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 <laughs> Pello. Hello. I don't know. I've tried to investigate it. I went to like all my family members and the people that are around were around me during my formative years where I was learning to speak, and none of them say it. No. So I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I don't either. It's a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Do you, you don't say any words wrong. I say everything right always. Yeah, I think you do. Uh-huh. I think you do. Uh-huh, I do. I've never made a mistake in my life. No one, um, does anyone, because you're from Southern Ohio. I'm from not, yeah, more Southern than you, certainly. And now I live in like the southernmost Ohio. Yeah. So I, yeah, okay. Some of those folks pretend to have Southern accents. Yeah, there's a lot of people in Southern Ohio 
And like, I'm sure other like Midwest states that like, there's a weird romanticization of that's not the word. Yeah. You know what it is? I, th- I just think it's so funny that we just talked about how you don't say words wrong. <laughs> and then immediately, like the next <laughs> sentence you were trying to say. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people, as like uh, some family members of mine are coming to mind. They really romanticize the South. Yes. And like aspire to, like they, they think it's like for some reason, I mean, they're all going to retire to Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I feel like some of it is a little put on. Absolutely. It's it's very silly. And But I was wondering, yeah, since you're from Dayton, did anyone in your family have a fake Southern accent? I think it was like it. It was fake to the point. I don't think that, like the family member that I'm thinking of is like self-aware enough to like know that it's fake. But yes, it is fake because she's oh, just for from sure. Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's often. Yeah. They're unaware like of it. Like that. Yeah. 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 But that didn't rub off on you at all. Um, I don't think so. I don't think it has. No. I've never seen it. I've never made a mistake. <laughs> I've no, Yeah, never. I've never messed never any once. words up. I am an amazing orator. My dad had weird... Your dad had weird speech patterns because yeah. he like spent some time in Louisiana. Yeah, from like 18 to 30. Yeah, and so like he, some critical time. Yeah, and like he just... He obviously knew all these words, but he just started saying words more frequently mm-hmm. certain words more frequently in louisiana yeah around louisianians yeah and and so those words he would like have an accent on which is so strange he knew the word oil before he moved to louisiana oil. but he worked on an oil rig down oil in louisiana rig. so he would <laughs> say oil yeah oil. oil or vehicle he said vehicle like he was from the south wow or lafayette that was you know the per- cats perhaps the most egregious one the cats made an appearance yep Eating some food. Eating some food. Going to get dinner. I really like recording at your place because I get to see the kittens. Yeah. Well, I like recording at your place because of the dogs. The puppies. You know? Yeah. That's honestly, we have a good, uh, like, with our friends who have poodles and, like, we have a good animal ecosystem. Yeah, I think so, too. Within our friendship groups. I think so, too. Yeah. I, there's never a, a lack of a good nice animal to snuggle. I with. went to seal this Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, I'm kind of watching. But every time I open it, uh huh, you can hear it. Yeah. And so I don't know what to do. I could see you fiddling with it in a manner that was like making me anxious. Yeah, And yeah, so yeah. I was just trying to talk about animals. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's what I was going for. Okay. <laughs> just a little uneasiness in this interview. Yeah. Just like how long is he gonna try to screw that cap on? What decision is he trying to make? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now I know it's about. Is this it something sound. else? You know, is it like a potion or something? Yeah, yeah. Is he gonna throw it on me? Is it a bomb? Yeah. You never know. You just you never, never know, know with me. You know, with you, Michael. You're such a wild card. That's what they called me. Yeah. In middle school, Michael Wildcard Bishop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jones, my name was. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that meant. That wasn't a joke. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was joke, but it wasn't a good Not joke. Not good. So how are you? Oh, I'm good. We I what did want to bring up. A conversation we had earlier okay. that we also talked about right before we recorded. Oh. Natalie, I was talking to Natalie about a rapper that I really like. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, because I had, I was thinking about uh, a song that he had written when I was in college. And uh, Natalie informed me. Yeah, I said Aesop Rock is hot. Is hot. Yeah, which I stand by. I thank you. Yeah. Which is what you said, Ex- exuberantly. I was very excited. I said, Aesop Rock is hot, and there was a beat, and Michael goes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I just told him, like, the best news in the world. 
and it was more impactful on you. It got more of a reaction out of you, I think, than if, if I had just told you that you were hot. Absolutely. That's what we determined. You felt ownership over the compliment that I gave this man. And I received it much easier than I would have yeah. a compliment to myself. Yeah. That seems like uh, There's some, something. something's wrong. Something's wrong. You know? You got a wire crossed up something's, there, huh? Something's going on there. Yeah, but now I know that's how I can compliment you is just compliments about the things that you like or the people that you like more specifically. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it, is that really doing what it should be for me? You know what I mean? What if I was like... I should be able to compliment, receive compliments about myself. What if I was like, uh, you know, Batman's really well-spoken. <laughs> okay, but is that is that a compliment to me that you're using Batman as an analog for? Yeah, I'm winking afterwards okay, so you okay. know it's you. Yeah, no, now, now I reject it. <laughs> Because I know you're not talking about Batman. Okay. You're talking okay. about me. Okay. So I have to trick you, essentially. I think so. I don't know okay. how else to do it. Okay. I don't know how else to do it. It's like when you're not ready to say I love you to somebody. So you're like... And so you say... You watch a movie together, right? Uh-huh. And uh, um, Liam Neeson's in it. <laughs> and then you say after the movie, I love Liam Neeson and you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just makes it way easier. <laughs> it just makes it way easier. I love Liam Neeson and you. <laughs> it's the same thing. I would be like, how are you pronouncing his last name? Liam Neeson and you. And Oh. <laughs> Michael. That's what, I, that's what I do. Okay. I've prepared something for this podcast. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I told you I have this piece of paper. You Okay. I love pieces of paper and you. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good method. Try it out. I will. Uh, Finn, what do you think? He loves it. And you. <laughs> Sorry. Rule of threes, baby. Got to get it in yep, there. Got to get it in there. Get it I in think there. that was number six, though. So um, so when it comes to dating. Yeah. I'm kind of desperate, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm also picky. I didn't mean to say that like I. It's all right. Okay. We all know. But you're also picky. I'm also picky. That's fine. And Those what, aren't mutually exclusive. Well, what that looks like when you're desperate and picky is that I go on, I meet with a lot of people, uh-huh. but it, it nobody impresses me. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, whether they are not as into me or I'm not into them, it just it just doesn't, Yeah. it's a lot of gauntlets. And, and sometimes I have to think to myself like, Okay, am I just kind of like self-sabotaging uh-huh. as a defense mechanism? Do I really want this? Sure. And I kind of gaslight myself into like thinking that I um, am not ready for a relationship when I actually think that I maybe am. And so in order to try to find some peace with that, um, what I've done here is I've compiled a list of four different reasons that I've rejected men. Oh, I love this. And I want you to tell me how unreasonable I was being. I love this so much. Would you like a number scale or just a gut reaction conversation? A gut gut reaction because, okay, I'm going to give you some context. In all of these scenarios, I think that I'm in the right. Uh Uh-huh. These were all men who were very into me. Okay. And probably would have pursued a romantic relationship with me had I given them the green light. Okay. And we had gotten about two or three dates in. Okay. So that's where we wow. are in all okay. four of these situations. So I want to take out any other variables. Got it. Just imagine that. Okay. Okay. I'm so excited. The first reason, and, and this was actually uh, how I kind of came up with this, um, was the this was the first person I think of. Um, 
he had a really stupid nickname okay. that he was branding himself with. Interesting. And I'm not going to tell you exactly what the nickname was because it's so stupid that if you look it up on Instagram, it's the first thing that comes up. Oh, wow. Um, so it would be very easy to find him and I don't want to put him on blast, but I'm going to give you an equivalent. It's the equivalent of if your name was Stanley uh-huh. and you were coming up with a nickname for Stanley yeah. and you think Stan. So there is an option that's normal and fine. Yes. And you think, no, no, no. No. Call me Stano. Stano. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So that. Yes. Um, and I, I went on two dates with this man. He was very nice. Very into me. Very sweet. Couldn't, couldn't did you, do that. Did you call him Stano? So I didn't call him anything. Right. Right? Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. call him any, anything. Hey, you. Yeah. Because I knew that Stano was not his name. Yeah. No, and, it's not. And it's not. And I found out that it was not. And I just couldn't bring myself to say that because I think that is very stupid. He never said anything but Stano. Like, he never said... On all his social media, it's how, you know, like he introduced himself. Like there was, it was Stano toe to tip. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't think that's unreasonable because that's insane. First of all, how old was this man? Um, He probably would have been my age at the time. So like 23. Okay. So Tw- like still- 23. No, 23 is the year you get rid of your nicknames. But and again, I did... Look up Stano, and Stano is still using Stano. You looked him up recently? Yeah, and so this was a couple okay. years ago, so he is older now and still doing it. So college, I understand having nicknames. Sure. And and I want to make it clear, I am not hating on nicknames. I think nicknames are cool, and you should go by whatever you want, especially if it is, you know, like making you feel more comfortable in your identity or oh, you know, you're, yeah. you're getting rid of a, a name that was given to you by someone who, you know, you don't like anymore. Whatever. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. This is a, a normal man with no reason to engage in this weird shade of a nickname that uh, was his original name. Like, yeah, he didn't go for a whole new thing. And it's weird. I. OK. Yes. Like I said, I understand having nicknames in college. I My name's Michael, which uh-huh. is basic as fuck. So basic. So I've always had nicknames. Yeah. I get that shit, but around 23 is when you got to kind of put your foot down and say, I need to start going by Stan because Stano is a baby name. <laughs> um, Stano's a baby name or a cartoon rat villain <laughs> yeah. who's also a mobster for some reason. Yeah. He's got a New York accent, even though they're nowhere near New York. Yeah. Because they're rats. Right. Um, <laughs> and there are no rats in New York. No rats in New York, famously. Uh. Yeah, and I I go by nicknames still. I have friends that call me things that aren't Michael. But those but were to brand, to you. Those and I also, I don't introduce myself that way. Right. I would never brand myself as the door. Uh, Like, that's just not what, that's, you don't yeah, do that. You don't do I that. T- I completely understand. Because eventually you were going to have to make the decision. And eventually, you know, I was going to have to be like, this is my boyfriend, Stano. Stano. And I wasn't about to do that. And imagine like being in an amorous situation with Stano. Oh, and oh, having to say I Stano. Never, I would just never be able to say his name. You couldn't. I couldn't. You couldn't. Mm-mm. All right. Well, thank you for validating. I think that's that. completely valid. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. All right. This next one is I stand by it, but I understand how maybe it's a little judgmental. You so stand I want, by it. I stand by it. So I want you to give it to me straight. Okay. I'm gonna say it, and then I'm gonna give you context. Okay. 
I once rejected a man because he could not follow the instructions I gave him to get into my apartment. Okay. Okay. So. I will accept context, but I'm already on your side here. Go ahead. I appreciate that. So, you know my apartment situation. Yeah. You know that the easiest thing for me to do to let you into my apartment is go to that back door. Yes. So. I had been on a date with this man where he was dropping me off and I had given him driving directions to that door. And I said, this is the door you're dropping me off at. If you ever come visit me, this is the door you should come to. I said it once. Okay. 20 minutes before he left to come to my apartment, I said, hey, remember that back door you dropped me off at? Yeah. That's where you go for me to let you in. And this man still went to the front door of the building and made my ass walk all the way to the front of the building. Hilarious. I I can't deal with that. I can't deal with that. No. Did he confirm that he remembered the door you were talking about? No. I couldn't ask about it because I was I was so annoyed. No, but I mean when you said yeah yeah okay, okay. twenty minutes before yeah yeah did. yeah yeah he did he said yeah I know that door mm-hmm. and I'll be there yeah and then he parked in the front uh huh which for your building is a vastly different experience. Yeah. Like it's very obvious that you didn't mean the front door and that it's just, it's very wrong. Yeah. We're not talking about around the corner. No. It's a big building it's, and, and it's, you got to walk all the way you around. You got to walk the length of a parking lot. Yes. Uh, I listen, I fully understand that. I, I support you in that decision because that I think is a, uh, a sign of uh, some deeper issues. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I would never describe myself as like type A, very organized, very on top of things. No, I wouldn't describe you that way but, uh, Okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. But I'm competent, you know? Yeah. I'm competent. And I find sometimes that when I date men and am around men, my competent level has to rise to an uncomfortable position to a point where I become anxious all the time to compensate for this stupid dumb dumb okay and i just don't want to get into that situation anymore yeah that's and so totally i can't fine. if you can't find a fucking door how are you ever gonna find my fucking clit exactly that's that's the real thing you're not listening to me exactly like, what yeah yeah if you can't find the door how are you gonna find my clit that's that's all i got that's beautiful I, and i i think that makes sense thank you again i i'm gonna put that at a validated thank you i think that was a good reason this isn't, these aren't like Jerry, Se- I was kind of expecting some like Jerry Seinfeld reasons. She eats her peas one at a time. She eats but her this peas is, one at a time. She eats her peas. Elaine! <laughs> Elaine! Um, I love yelling Elaine as Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> um, but no, the, these are, these are not reasons like that. These are better reasons. Okay. All right. Here's another one. Okay. Was this man, I still think about, he was very nice. Okay. Very respectful. But one time he... Uh, he had an apartment building that you needed a permit to park in the parking lot. Yeah. And it said that there was signage everywhere that said that. Oh no. But he lived there and he said the, the rental company had just never given him a permit and he didn't think that they actually called tow trucks cause they hadn't given him a permit. Okay. So he got his fucking car towed because hilarious. obviously hilarious. And you know, in the face of a minor inconvenience, what you want somebody to do, that's that's your fault. What you want somebody to do is take responsibility. Yeah. You can be a little angry. You can be a little upset, whatever. Uh-huh. But like, just get the fuck over it. It was your fault. Move on. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This man threw a temper tantrum. Hilarious. A temper tantrum, this grown adult man. And he was like, well, my father has connections in the court system. Oh. So I won't have to be worrying about this. And First I was of all, just like, that's enough of a reason to not date him again. Yeah. Right on its own. Yeah. I have a couple of questions. Okay. How old was he? 
Um, my age at the time, maybe a little older. So like, I'm going to say 26, 27. Okay. Do you think, do you think part of the reason he was upset was because he didn't have enough money to get his car out of the impound lot or was he doing okay? I, you know, he was doing okay, but even if he didn't have enough money, I think he had a family that he could definitely Well, his father ask. has connections. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't think he has ever worried about money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So definitely fuck that dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and speaking of his father having connections. What the fuck does that mean? He wasn't being criminally charged with anything. <laughs> with a car getting towed. Or yeah, did he I, have, mean, I have no idea. His, I have no idea. And his, I don't think he did either. I think he was just throwing a temper tantrum and was like, wait till I tell my daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to get Just wait. He knows the car tow people. Oh, my God. And I'm going to get out of there with 50% off. Oh, Christ. Yeah, no. Wasn't a fan. So, bye. Yeah. I, think, I think that one's legitimate. Again, the temper tantrum itself... I could maybe excuse if there was some some other surrounding circumstance, like he didn't have enough money to get his car out and he was like really bummed or embarrassed about that. Yeah. I assume he was embarrassed as well, but the nature of the temper tantrum is really where, where I lose it. Yeah. I saying your daddy or your dad has connections is never okay. Yeah. It's yeah. never okay. Yeah. Unless your pregnant wife can't get into the hospital and you say I own this hospital or right, whatever. You yeah. know? That's the only time. And you know, when you're Batman and you're on the restaurant <laughs> and you want to push the tables together during that movie. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Do you know that movie? Uh yeah. You it do? Was, yep. Oh. Yeah. Who played Batman in that one? Oh Is your Siri named Batman? My Siri is named Batman. I'm named Batman. Oh. My Siri knows me as Batman. Okay. So she was just kind of greeting you then. Can I tell you a story about that? Yeah. What? Wait, what was the question I just asked you? If Who played I Batman? Knew, yeah. Uh, Let's answer that first. Christian Bale? Christian Bale. That is correct. I now believe that you saw the movie. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, so my Siri calls me Batman. Uh-huh. Because you can assign, you can have a nickname, right? Yeah. I was one time driving in a, I did that. You would think I was around people when I did that and it was funny. Yeah. Not true. I was by myself. Uh-huh. And I was one, I, no one had known that. I don't use Siri, so it didn't come up a lot. I just thought it was funny. It made me laugh. But one time I was in a car with a longtime friend and a girl I was kind of interested in. And I sat on my phone. And my phone was connected to the Bluetooth of my car. And Siri said, what's that, Batman? I didn't get that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my friend just started cracking up laughing. And he was like, you are such a fucking dork. Does your phone call you Batman? Yeah. Do you think that's cool? And I was, yeah, that's it, all I could say. Yeah. Yeah. It does. <laughs> I am Batman. You are Batman. I'm Batman. Oh, wow. Okay, I got one more. You want it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, oh, actually, I have two more. I have to burp. I don't... <laughs> Excuse me. You're welcome. I don't want to take so much time with this segment, but I have two oh, more. Oh, Natalie, please. Um. Okay. So this one was... I had... We had gone on a first date. Uh-huh. I had overindulged just a smidgen, so I was a bit drunk. On chocolate cake? Okay, got it. Um, And I was in this man's home after this date, and I threw up. Uh-huh. And, you know, 
I am a, I've been single for a while. I'm an independent lady. I know how to handle myself when, uh, you know, if no one is available to take care of me, I don't need somebody to take care of me when I'm drunk. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you would think being in the company of this other person, maybe they would do anything Correct. at all. Yes. The only thing this man just kind of laid on his bed while I went and threw up. And then I came back and I was like, hey, um, water, I don't really feel good. So and I started to form the idea of I Can should I go stay? home. Oh, OK, OK. And then he I could see was starting to form a sentence. And I thought he was going to say, like, can I get you an Uber? Or yeah. Can I like help you get home? But what he ended up saying was, I have mouthwash. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insinuating that he just wanted me to use mouthwash and then we could have sex. Exactly. Yes. And I said, no. Yes. I have to go home. Right, right. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that, then I never talked to him again. That might be the worst one so far, I think, actually. Because okay. <laughs> okay. that that's insane. Yeah. He definitely heard you throwing up. Oh, no, I said that I was going to throwing up. Got it. Like, I was fully trans. Because I was kind of a little bit like, hey, dude, like, do you have, like, can I, I was like kind of crying for help in a, yeah. In a way. Yeah. If Donald Trump was here throwing up in my bathroom, <laughs> I would get him a glass of water. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. I have mouthwash. Do you? I was like, cool. Yeah. I'm going to go Great. home. <laughs> Thanks for the mouthwash. And I want to I wanna point out that he was also drinking, and it was not like I like made an ass of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I felt, I felt it was inappropriate for him to say that. 100%. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for the validation. A, my- friend, a friend of mine... Sorry, I'm going to tell no, a little quick story. It. A friend of mine... Uh, We'll say a coworker because she was. We were at an event uh, working and she, it was like an industry event of our industry. And so a lot of the same people go to these different events, right? Mm-hmm. And so she saw somebody that she had hooked up with before. Um, they had just met at another conference, got drunk and hooked up. And this is kind of the opposite of your story. <laughs> but she was like, I, we had sex and then I was so drunk that I went into the bathroom and started throwing up. And he asked, he was like, he like heard her throwing up, went to the door and just very sweetly said, was it the macaroni we ate earlier or Aww. something like that? And she was just like, yeah, it was the macaroni <laughs> for sure. Definitely, for sure. Dude. It's definitely nothing else. I'm not super hammered right now. Aww. Absolutely. Huh. So that's that's kind of a, you know, a juxtaposition with I your story. I didn't even get that. He wasn't even like, was it the mystery shot wheel we did twice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do a mystery shot wheel? I had fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it sounds like it. Dude, I can't do shots. I appreciate shots because, you know me, I have a sensitive stomach. I'm mm. sensitive to volume as yeah. I don't digest things very fast. So the the less liquid it takes for me to get drunk the better I'm of a time I'm going to have. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't have a hard time consuming them, but I just get drunk very quickly. Yeah. And so the reason I say I can't do shots is because it's bad news bears. It's right. lights out if I even kind of engage. One time I watched my th- friend take a shot and immediately throw up inside of a bar. We were standing at the bar and he threw up. It was a college town and it was packed <laughs> and he just threw up in the middle of everybody. 
no. And I just put my arm around him and I said, we got to go. We got to go. We got to get we out gotta of here. We got to run. Well, I don't know. We were both kind of drunk and I was like, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. We got to get out of here. Shut down. Yeah. Oh, shut. No. Just completely shut down. Oh, no. All right. Hit me. Okay. Natalie hand wrote these, by the way. Yeah. I was having a little journaling moment. Honestly. I like it. I Thank like you. it. Thank you. Um, okay. This one is we, I was with a man and we were having sex. Okay. And did you put ellipses in and on the note like that? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to, I know my mom listens to this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, hello, Angela. <laughs> um, and I, we needed lube. Uh huh. And if, if I had been having a better time, we wouldn't have needed lube. Correct. That's but, generally how it goes. Yeah. But we needed lube. Yeah. Um, and this man, I, I, I vocalized that need. And so he gets up wordlessly. I have no idea where this story is going. And I'm so excited because <laughs> this is such dicey territory. What you're saying here. He gets up and leaves and uh-huh. comes back with oh. a greasy, crusty can of coconut oil that he very clearly got from his kitchen. Hilarious. And scooped it with his fingers and attempted to put it in me. Hilarious. And I said, do not. I can't not get the fuck out of here fuck guy away from me don't like have to ask first uh of all, yeah maybe. definitely like i do, I, 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 bet, I bet he thought that was sexy <laughs> no yeah no 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 he thought i'm gonna be assertive here no 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 insertive am i right hey Oof. get him got him that is so okay that's the worst one that's, <laughs> that's the worst one yeah he okay Okay. He didn't know how to have sex. Right. Right. He clearly was right. not that experienced. No. Was that part of the reason that lube was needed in the first place? Yes. And like he wasn't doing, he wasn't moving. It wasn't, there was nothing going. Right. And it was so bad that like, I do have a little bit of trouble vocalizing what I want. Uh huh. I would say, but it was so bad that I couldn't even, there, you don't know where there to start. There was nothing I could have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make this a better experience. Right, right, right. Like, there, it was just beyond verbalization at that yeah. point. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. You were hungry, but you weren't at a restaurant. So, like, there's nothing to say. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Man. And, yeah. And I, the last thing, I, I like, I thought he was leaving to, like, maybe go get us drinks or something because we weren't going to have sex anymore because oh. it wasn't fun. Oh, wow. Like, I, I didn't. Wait. Oh, man. How far into this? It was pretty quick into it, obviously. It was like, there was a, there was a runway. Mm-hmm. But like, it, we had tried and it was like very painful for me. And like, yeah, yeah, obvious, yeah. it was like obvious from my body language that it wasn't working. Yes. And I was like, I just think this would be better with like lube. Okay. And and that could have been the end of conversation. He gets up, he gets us some water, we pop on a Childish Gambino music video yeah, yeah, yeah. and fall asleep. And then you're ready. And then I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me anything, guy. Uh, this is America, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't like the implication that that music video gets me horny. Because <laughs> oh, that is weird. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, freaks and geeks or whatever. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no! Sorry about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I really that could have been the end. I yes. had no idea what he was bringing back. That was him. a good out for yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And little did I know. 
That man's brain is fascinating. Oh, he was a weird dude. I want to hear his history. I want, I want you to, to hear know, his sexual history. I want you to know that as I was like, you know, lying on his bed, totally dry, I was looking up at like a peace sign tapestry, like backlit hung by on the Christmas ceiling? lights, hung on the ceiling. Yeah. Fuck me. This dude had me hit a dab. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. It was one of those. It was hung on the ceiling with Christmas lights also on the ceiling. Christmas lights were under it, like backlighting the tapestry. Got it. Yeah. That's very strange. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. I always saw that in movies growing up. Uh-huh. Like the cool kid hung posters on his ceiling. Yeah. But I never understood it. I tried it once with an Aaron Carter poster, but it didn't work. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. But you know anyway. I had an Aaron Carter poster in my room? And that's how you beat Shaq. Yep. Yo, guys, check it out. Guess what happened to me? I could do the whole song, but I'm not going to. I'm sure you could. I absolutely We all know could. you could. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I just want that out there. But anyway, Another yeah. Another crazy story. Come on, AC. Um, thank you for the validation. I just wanted to of say. Of course. I think you. you were I think you were justified in every single one of those. Thank you. That's all I want to hear every day. I thought <laughs> I was going to have, I thought there was going to be some gray area and I was going to be like, have to push back a little bit. But honestly, that was all fucking, that all made sense to me. Yeah. Again, I'm never wrong and I've never made a mistake in my life. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Romanticists or whatever you said earlier. <laughs> um... I would now like to list the posters that I had in my room at the same time. Okay. As Aaron Carter? Aaron Carter was on there. Which, give me, like, is, are we talking like a replica of an album cover? Are we talking just like a candid? It was a replica of an album cover. I feel like it was him, very young, and there there was something, I, I want to say an American flag in the background, but yeah. that can't be right, right? No, that's an album. Was it? Okay. Yeah. It was that album. Okay. Uh, just a typical, like... 18 by 24 poster or whatever it like an old navy advertisement yes it does absolutely yeah. or a gap sure <clears throat> they have the same parent company that's true um <laughs> okay so <laughs> we have retail trivia for you we have aaron carter on the wall we've got aaron i don't carter. remember how old i was but uh it's gonna make less sense aaron carter some 41 yeah which is an interesting juxtaposition it's good there. that i think represents a transition super mario yeah well yeah in sync Okay, interesting. Blink-182. Yeah. All those posters were hanging in my room at the same time. I love that. It's very strange. Yeah. Looking back, I don't I don't understand what happened. You've always been such a poster guy. I love posters. You love a poster. I hate... Well, I just hate empty walls. Okay. Uh, and posters are like the easiest the easiest things. Mm-hmm. I spent way too much money on the posters behind you right now. I, they're nice. I was admiring them while you were on a snack run. They're super fucking cool. And... I found them on Etsy and I've always loved uh, the other episode. I was talking about how I used to fucking buy things just for the cover art Mm -hmm. and these old pulp science fiction magazines always, always caught my eye and I love the art so much. Yeah. They're way cool. Yeah. Plus that, that lady's naked. Yeah. Naked ladies. Got a naked lady. I was, I, (gasps) I have another poster story. Go for it. Spencer's gifts sold posters. Yeah, they did. And (laughs) sex dice. That's correct. I had started smoking marijuana. Uh-huh. I was 15 years old wow. and I'm white. So I wanted a Bob Marley poster. So I went into Spencer's gifts and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't think I wanted a Bob Marley poster, but I was in Spencer's gifts looking at the posters, saw a Bob Marley one. Mm-hmm. And I was, and in, you were like I was into Bob in. Marley at the time. Yeah. And so I, you know, w- when you're buying posters that way, there's a display. It's got a little like sticker on it that has a color and a number. 
and then you go below where all the posters are and you just find rolled up ones you match the color and the number we've all been to a walmart okay just in case we have some foreign listeners (laughs) i want them to know how we do it in america okay this is america um and so i did that got my bob marley poster my buddy actually paid for it it was a gift i think it was my birthday or something and then uh got home unwrapped it and it was the very famous it wasn't bob marley it was the very famous Spencer's poster of two girls in their underwear kissing. Okay. Now, I was 15 and I had a decision to make. Mm-hmm. And I hung it up. Right. And my grandfather, God rest his soul, uh-huh. came over that day. Oh. And he walked into my room and I didn't know whether to say, hey, Papa. <laughs> I never call him Papa. Uh, I, this isn't the poster I wanted, but my friend bought it for me, so I hung it up. I like... I didn't know How if I should that, come yeah. in with an excuse immediately or not. And he just walked in. He said hello. And then he looked at the poster and he goes, that's a good poster, man. <laughs> and then just turned around and walked out. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Grandpa. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's another poster story for you. Thanks. My parents let me write on my walls in Sharpie. Yeah. And draw on them. And so I did like this huge... Uh, illustration on my wall in high school and then I was going to write lyrics to songs on there yeah. and I was really into a band named Armor for Sleep at the time okay do you know that band no oh it's they're so fucking good is that true they're so fucking good give me a give me a sampling you want me to sing I mean or like hum a melody I don't know I'm Just... in a car underwater with time to kill okay thinking back I forgot to tell you that they were like pop punk okay they were All super right. cool Cool. That sounds good. I they, liked that. They had a song called Remember to Feel Real uh-huh. that I loved. And I went up to my wall. Oh, yeah. And I spelled remember uh-huh. incorrectly. Yeah, you did. And it was in Sharpie. Mm-hmm. And it was. How'd you spell it? Like remember? Yes, exactly. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and I said, God damn it. This isn't good. I can't erase it. I cannot erase it. Remember. And so I like tried to squeeze it in, but it haunted me for years. That's amazing. Just staring at me. That's amazing. And then uh, a little piece of advice to all the kids out there. If you're going to do that, do it in pencil first. Yeah. Do it in pencil first and also maybe get like a level or a ruler because I did it even after that, that botched attempt. I did another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an under oath song called Writing on the Walls, which I thought was oh. that's a little on the nose, but Apropos. I thought it was clever. Uh, and I, it was just totally crooked because I was just, I didn't back up after the first line. And so it was just totally crooked. Look like an idiot. Yeah. I mean, ugh, how foolish. And I now know. everyone's going to know. Yeah, I know. You just aired out your dirty laundry well, on the podcast. That's what the podcast Michael. is for. You know, that's what the podcast is for. Vulnerable hour over here. I'll start tell, talking about the felonies. Yeah. Oh, oh. I won't do that. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know about the statute of limitations. That's you know? the phrase I know from Law and Order. Oh, just from Law and Order? Yeah, I don't do crimes. That's right. That's true. Do you remember when we first started dating and you had needed me to pick a lock on someone's door and you said, you used to do crimes? <laughs> you used to be a criminal. That's how you worded it. <laughs> hey, Michael, you used to be a criminal. I know. It's, it was handy. And I want to... I wanna, and you were correct. And I want to emphasize that we only broke into her room because... She was annoying and I hated her. Yeah. Have we told that story? I don't know. I, th- I feel like we have. I feel like we have I too. I can't remember if it was on a Zoom episode or not. 
Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, well, in, in case we haven't, I'll just do it very briefly. Mm-hmm. We were hanging out at your apartment. Yeah. Uh, you lived with three roommates at the time. Yeah. That you didn't know. Right. And I it was, was in, like a college apartment where you like only rented a room and yes. they just like randomly paired you with people. Yes, yes. And I was in your room. You were in the living room talking to one of your roommates and there was a bitchy roommate, a mm-hmm. very annoying roommate. That we all did not like. And so I didn't know what you guys were talking about. I was just hanging out in your room and then you came in and you were like, Michael, you used to be a criminal. Can you pick a lock? And I was very insulted. <laughs> but I asked what kind of lock and it was the one kind of lock I know how to pick. And so we went there. We uh, went up to her door. I got in. Mm-hmm. Nailed easy, it. Easy. So easy. You got in so fast. Nailed it. Um, it's a credit card trick for anybody wondering. Uh, or it's got to be flimsier than a credit card, actually. Uh, and then, but you didn't want to do anything mean to right. this person. You didn't want to steal anything or like ruin anything. So I believe you just switched some plants around the location of some plants. Yeah. Or she had like these fucking, those Starbucks frappuccino drinks yeah and you like just messed up the organization (laughs) so she would and the beautiful the beautiful thing about the credit card trick is when you close it it's locked still still. locked yeah um which is brilliant and and so she i assume just came into her room and was like what the fuck did happen a little psychological warfare for you and it worked that'll teach it a hoard trash yep she went crazy that's what she would do is she would hoard trash under the guise of she was gonna recycle it but she couldn't use the recycling that was like available to us as residents of the town we lived in she was saving it to take it all up to michigan where she would get money for it and that's why there was just a mountain of garbage in our kitchen all the time I did not remember that part of yeah. it. Yeah. Holy shit. She's, that is an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Going to Michigan to and, get like 12 cents a can or something. And you know me, I'm not the tidiest person in the world. So if there's so much garbage that I'm annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a problem. It's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, now I don't feel bad. No. <laughs> not I, that I felt bad at all. <laughs> I was going to say, did you ever? Were you impressed when I picked the lock? Um, yeah, I was like, I'm going to date this guy for two and a half years and then we're going to break up and then we're going to be, you know, kind of friends for a couple of years and then we're going to start a podcast together. Wow. That's oddly prolific. I know. Good for you. I know. Wow. Not prolific. I knew it all. Uh, you're thinking of prophetic. Prophetic. Prophetic, Yep. That is what I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. God damn it, Michael. I make mistakes. I'm only human. I wouldn't know what that's like. I'm only human. Human. I wonder if I have any notes on here. <laughs> have you been taking any? Damn it, I didn't. I've been having a real mental health thing recently. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's all—it's not really required, to, I think, for us to do any pre-search. No, I don't think so either. Did you like the word I just made up? Pre-search. Pre-search. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think we can usually just chat, and it's like totally fine. I think sometimes that's better. I think I've just been into preparing things the last two times because i, I just it. well i just like think of things and i want to call you and talk about it like immediately and yeah, then i'm yeah. like no 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 no. wait a minute let's save it oh i love it yeah no that is good that yeah. is very good so i've just been calling you a lot less so i hope you're okay <laughs> yeah i'm fine i'm totally fine <laughs> yeah i like i don't know i don't know what it was actually i think it was because i i was writing about mental health issues mm-hmm. at, at my job yeah and so it, i just was thinking about it more it caught me a little depressed i think uh but i definitely feel better now right we're on. also approaching the anniversary of my father's death yeah which is always weird yeah 
Yeah, I think I was telling you, my stepdad called me the other day and asked if it was cool if he, like, listed me as, after my yeah. mom, like, his next, like, next of kin. Power of attorney, too. Power of attorney. You get to make those decisions. Yeah, and I was, I, like. Get to. You have to. You know, he's been in my life for, like, 22 years, and I, like, felt so bad that he felt like he had to ask. Yeah, it was, right. It was very sweet that he did. That is very sweet. But. And some people yeah, also course. just don't, like, you might not have wanted that responsibility at all. Because it could be a responsibility. Yeah, but I would not. I mean, I love him just as much as I yeah. love any parent. Oh, of course. Know, like, yeah, definitely. My parents. So, definitely. But. No offense to your father, but I always right. I always think of Rod, Rod. as my dad. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I, that's how I feel. Too. Those are your parents to me. Yeah. You when know? I say my parents, I'm talking about my mom and my yes. dad. Yes. I think. Yeah. Every, and I think everybody in my life pretty much knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's great. Yeah, he's great. I love him. Uh, Yeah. I was actually very intimidated by him. Yeah? Yeah, I knew he was a sweet person. Uh-huh. Pretty quickly. I mean, I think it's that's pretty obvious with him. You yeah. know, I, I think anybody that meets him learns that very quickly. But I it was like you were my first adult girlfriend that I I was like I'm going to date this person for a long time. Right. And I knew that. And so I was I was anxious meeting him. And then I could just tell that we didn't have a lot in common. Yeah. And so I was just very worried that I wouldn't be able to make a good impression because like I just I didn't have any skills that I thought would impress him or I probably wasn't into the same things as him. And so that I was very intimidating to like and and when I met him, I believe I was I went home with you for Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to be staying there a couple of days. Uh, and I was like, oh, no, I got to get this right. Yeah. Because if not, then it's going to be very tense and awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I like if somebody and you probably did this and I probably said, I don't know. But like if somebody that I was dating turned to me and said, how do I impress your stepdad? Yeah. I don't really think I would know what to say. Yeah. Because he's like such a mellow dude. Right. That like I like I, that's interesting. Like I never I never really thought about that. Like. I don't don't know. I don't think anybody that I would ever date would have a ton in common with him. So like, I feel like the, the getting along and the middle grounding is just, it would come from personalities. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I, and I, but I also think that the real thing is he doesn't care. Yeah. Like he's not interested in becoming buddies with that person. He's, I assume is just looking to see if they're treating you correctly and then he's going to like you. He doesn't, he he, he didn't give a shit. Right. You know, that if we had any shared interests, he was just like, are you treating my daughter nicely? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Are you not obnoxious? Great. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Well, he does love I you so you really got through unscathed because all of the boyfriends that I had in high school and I put like boyfriends in quotations because, uh-huh. you know. Um, but like all the boys I would bring around in high school, Rod always had a nickname for them. Oh. Yeah. And I can't remember all of them, but I do know my first ever like boy boyfriend that i introduced to my parents yeah my stepdad was like how are you and this boy said regular oh no and for it even now rod just calls him regular that's so fucking funny he doesn't (laughs) that's so fucking funny yeah and so i think you made a good impression because you don't have a i didn't have you don't have a black mark yeah good good i think another trick was i met your mother first i met her alone yeah or not alone you were there right um (laughs) We had dinner together, so that also might have 
helped because I was like comfortable when I got to your house since yeah. I knew her already. Yeah. Also very intimidated by her. Oh yeah. My mom's an intimidating lady. Yes, she is. Yeah. She is. 100% knowing that she's listening to this. And I believe that you, before we got to dinner, you were like, listen, <laughs> she's, she's a tough nut to crack, but don't feel like I'm going to break up with you if you blow it. Yeah. I believe that's, I believe you gave me a pep talk like that, which did put me at ease and it yeah. was a little bit easier. Yeah. I remember saying like exacerbated Jesus Christ during the dinner. Yeah. And your mom was like, speaking of Jesus Christ, are you religious? <laughs> I'll never forget that. That's the only thing I really remember from that, that uh, dinner, but. That's hilarious. And also she 100% knew that you weren't because I would have told her that already. Yeah, so she I'm was sure. just trying to make conversation. Okay. 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 Oh, mom. Yeah. She was great though. She was great though. Um, yeah, parents are stressful, but yours were, yours were good. Yeah, your mom was always wonderful. Your dad did stress me out. Yeah, my dad stressed me out. Uh, yeah, I think your I dad imagine stressed so. most people Yeah, out. actually, I, I never asked you about that, but like what, um, I probably, I'm sure I briefed you on how weird it was going to be. Yeah. But did he even like talk to us very much when we were there? Not really. Yeah. I don't remember a single like time that he like looked me in the eye and spoke directly to me yeah. i'm sure that he did but i maybe not that. though dude. yeah for real yeah i i imagine i imagine there wasn't a lot of that and then we we did have a have like a weird christmas with my extended family there man man and i dude it wasn't you but my next girlfriend when i brought her around after that i was like never again yeah i'm never bringing a chick back here yeah there's no way yeah because it's no, it's no bueno. Yeah. That was his move, though. Is, but I imagine that's intimidating. That's weird and scary is that he's not, he doesn't engage at all. I mean, I think I knew. Or he th- didn't. He really doesn't engage now. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> very much not engaging. Um, I think that I knew that, like, your relationship, like, I knew that if your dad didn't like me, that didn't necessarily mean that you weren't going to like me. Oh, like, fuck no. Because, like, you didn't care about your dad's taste. Right. Yeah, so, definitely not. So I wasn't horribly intimidated. I just felt like I felt bad that I was like, it is your Christmas and I am here. Oh, yeah. But well, yeah. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely. What are you talking about? What he's happened? super fine. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What happened to him? Are you, one, are you the one that killed him? <laughs> That's a shout out to an earlier episode. Ayo. Real fans, no. Real fans, no. Yeah. Only fans, no. Only fans, no. <laughs> Only fans, no. No, no, no. No. Ah, maybe someday. <laughs> hey, depends on how things go. I know, man. I imagine that market's getting pretty saturated right now. Yeah. Like, I, I it's, I imagine great. It's a great, like, vehicle for, for people that want to do sex work and, and, like, be able to control how they yeah. present themselves and their revenue and everything. But I think it's, I assume, so prevalent. I've said I assume a lot. I'm sorry. That there's too many, the, the money's just so divided now uh, from customers. I, I really, yeah, I can't claim to understand OnlyFans economy, but I also do know that like within sex work, like, and within marketing, the more niche you can get. So mm-hmm. maybe that's just the move now. If you're like a new yeah. creator, you just like pick a hyper specific category and just yeah. love it. Like, dude, I mean, you're a, you, you know, I think more about porn than I do. You know about this whole getting stuck fetish? Absolutely, I do. What's that about? Okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting. 
Have we talked about this before? I don't know. Maybe. Man, I hate. I hate that we have to think about that. Let's just not fuck them. I have seen that quite a bit while perusing Pornhub because it is a pretty popular style right now. That I am so claustrophobic, Michael. Mm-hmm. I would be horrified. Yes. In yes. that scenario. Absolutely, you would. I mean, I think everybody should be horrified in that scenario because it's really fucking weird. I think, again, its popularity is probably just a symptom of people seeing pretty lady and not really caring Yeah, what the, what they're doing, you know, as long as they're fucking, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's part of it. I, but also, I've tried to unpack it and I don't understand the like primitive. Yeah, what? response to that like why that would be appealing other than the person can't see you and so you're not worried about like it doesn't matter if i disappoint them okay interesting does that make sense no no i i mean not to me right now okay but maybe to someone else at another time right well i just mean could that does that reason make logical sense i I'm I'm not asking if you identify with it. I assume you don't. No, I guess maybe I just understand so little about it because I'm yeah. literally I'm my source material is like two TikToks. Oh, yeah, they're on TikTok. Well, there are sex workers on TikTok who explain to you the niche fetishes that they work in. Oh, and yeah, and so I saw a TikTok that was like a girl, and she was like, "Yeah, I make like stuck porn, and like I just wow. like get into like a." you know, under a table or like uh-huh. in a, in a child's playhouse. Yeah. And yeah. I just struggle to get out. Oh, I'm sorry. No one's even having sex with her. No, she's just stuck. She's just stuck and trying to fight her way out. Okay. The things that I'm thinking of are a woman gets stuck and then she's oh. like stuck in like a washing machine or whatever, but her butt's out. Oh, oh, that's, oh no. Yes. Oh no. And then the guy's like, I'll help you get out if you let me have sex with you. And she's like, fine. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking of. That and that's what I meant by the it doesn't matter if I disappoint her cuz like she can't she see can't me. She can't see so what's like, happening. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. How'd she get stuck in the washing machine? I don't know. And Natalie, I'll tell you. <laughs> it, it, they don't make any effort to make it look like she's genuinely stuck. See, I think that's the appeal of these like DIY. Absolutely. Like they genuine like there was a girl, the girl on TikTok was like, "Listen, if you want to do this, you got to get stuck. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. struggle." Yeah. There has to be a risk that you're not getting out. I agree with her. I totally agree with her. I don't again, get it. I mean, I get it, I guess. Like some people are into weird shit where people mm-hmm. are like genuinely afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. I don't like it. No, I don't either. I don't either. Fetishes are interesting. We alienate a lot of people. No. I don't have a problem with fetishes. I'm not kink shaming. I'm, not I'm kink saying shaming. that your kink uh, it's fucking weird and gross. Fucking no, weird no, 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 no. Gross. No, uh, I'm saying that it's new and yes. challenging for me. Yep, yep. And maybe that's a me problem. I one time when I was very young, it was like I was probably like a freshman in high school, talking to another freshman in high school, and like we had exchanged uh, some photos. I think. Ooh. Um, Ooh, some butt photos. Had like sexted a little bit. Ooh. And then she hit me with, she was already pretty deep into a sadomasochistic fetish. And I just remember thinking, I want to, I want to roll with this. I want to like, you know, pretend like I'm an adult and be able to handle this. But I I thought I have, I have no language to, (laughs) 
I can't, I can't keep up here. You know? Oh, wow. There like, was nothing I could do. What? I don't want to ask for examples, but I want to ask for like a level of. Okay. Like, are we talking like. No equipment. Okay. Like she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I just didn't know said, if she was like, cut me with a knife. No, she said that like uh, she was making out with the guy one time and he like playfully hit her. And that's she was like, oh, I was really into that. Okay. And so she was like, I want to explore that more. And I thought I can't. I can't. And you're a freshman in high school? Yes. Wow. And she, I can't imagine. She was a year older than me, actually. So she was like 16 or something. Yeah, that's early, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, she knows what she wants. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? Good for her. Good for her. She's doing great now. Good. Shout out. <laughs> oh, no. There's no way she listens to this, but I'll never say her name. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Have you ever had a friend who had a kid and then named that kid? After you? No. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, after somebody that else that you knew, someone else that you knew, like uh, I just knew, a, I knew a girl who had a son and then named him after another older kid that I know we both kind of looked up to. I know so few people with babies, mm. so I'm going to say no. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like. It's so it was it's a little awkward because you're like, oh, I know exactly where you got that name. Yeah, I'm sure that person is now aware of this kid with with his name or her name. And it's it's like it's this very weird, awkward space. Do I know a lot of people with kids and I just realized that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, all of my friends from college are a little younger than me. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And then I, I have like friends that are married yeah my stepsister has some children yeah that's about it I'm, oh man i'm gonna feel really bad if i'm like missing, missing somebody a key person with a kid that yeah. i really like no 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 uh yeah i don't think so hmm. i just found out that my first ever girlfriend is gonna have her first baby Oh, my, like, not my first ever boyfriend, but, like, the boyfriend that I, like, went to senior prom with and, like, thought I was going to get married to when I was 17 Mm -hmm. has a child that is not his, but he has married the child's mother and a child that is his. Oh, wow. And just is a person with that now. Damn, dog. Oof. Isn't that insane? Oof. Can't do it. Like, I actually, I do enjoy thinking about that when you see somebody to whom you were very close at one point, like clearly your lives were close enough that they interlinked at one point. Yeah. And now you're just so far from each other. Yeah. It, I, it, it's fun for me to like visualize that graph of, of being separate from them and then being so similar that you come together yeah. and then you just went fucking can the polar opposite just, poles, man. Yeah. Just so far away. That's so, yeah. it's so fun to think about. Can you imagine me me your friend with, yeah with a human baby no no yeah no i can't i can see i think you would be a great mother i could certainly see you someday having a little baby but like think but about right like my now, apartment and yeah, like my dumbass dogs and like not. the fact that i have no money what the fuck would you do with a baby? what would i do with a baby dude I, where am i gonna put it can you picture me with a baby that would be fucking hilarious would it be yeah yeah i mean it would be cute yeah but, uh, but not, I don't know what I would here. do. Not here. Certainly it, not here. You gonna put it in the litter box? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's for baby. <laughs> little house. <laughs> put him on much as uh. Much as <laughs> my cat has a little hammock. Yeah, I can just put the baby just in put that. Put the baby in that. Yeah, I one of my coworkers 
one time said that she thought I'd be a, a great dad and she, yeah. she, you know, she sees it in my near future. And I was like, I don't know about, I don't near. Know about near. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Cause good God. Oh, I guess I think I talked to you about this, but I can, I can talk about it on the podcast. My gynecologist talked to oh. me about having babies. Yeah. Okay. So this is a fascinating story. Just the is way. It? Yeah. I think so. Just like her, you, you tell it. Her, oh yeah. Okay. So like, I mean, I saw a new gynecologist because uh, I, I had just like moved areas and I just needed a new one. So I went for like a new patient appointment and this woman was very lovely and I had a yeah. positive experience. Do you pick women specifically? I, I think I would. Um, I don't think I ever have on purpose, but I also don't think I've ever had a male gynecologist. Okay. Okay. But they do exist and I yeah. people see them. Um, sure. Yeah, that's true. I know. was just wondering. Uh, but yeah, so, but she... I'm 26, um, uh. and she was talking to me about um, some pre-existing conditions I have and and how I manage them. And she was like, "Okay, well, you know, do you ever see yourself being pregnant?" And I was like, "I don't know." Uh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she was like, "Okay, well, you know, when you decide that you want to start trying to conceive." Um, since you have Crohn's disease, just come and see us first and we'll make a plan um, and we'll loop in your GI and see how he's managing your disease and see if that's okay for you to start trying to conceive. And yeah. um, we'll just like make a plan for that to happen. But I don't want you to worry. Like there are several people with Crohn's that have healthy pregnancies and like Aww. we can definitely make that happen. And yeah, it was, she was very much talking like she was going to be the doctor who like delivered my children, which right. is like, incredibly scary because like I've never maintained a relationship with anybody for that long, let alone a healthcare provider. Right. Right. Uh, and, but yeah, it was a very bizarre conversation, but I think what's even more bizarre is that like, that's not, it's not like I'm, you know, 19 and that's happening. Yeah, it's like, yeah. This is wild, but yeah. I'm like a, a person that is in the age range that thinks about that. Right. I guess. She wasn't talking to you about birth control. She wasn't. She, she was, was talking like, to me about not that. What about your baby? What about your baby? Yeah. 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 Oh, I think I found I guess I found it uh, fascinating for a couple reasons. First of all, that she was being so like so sweet about it. Yeah. Unprompted. Like you didn't say, oh, oh. I'm kind of thinking of having a baby. She was just and, like, I, and I didn't say like, oh, I think my disease might preclude me from uh, right. carrying a baby. Right. Yeah. Right. She was just like giving me this comfort that I hadn't asked for, but I appreciated. it. Yeah. Less. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and then also just the, the, yeah, the idea that she assumes she'll be your doctor, which assumes that it won't be t too terribly long right. before you have a child, yeah. which is a horrifying, uh, thought, a strange thought to have. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, man. I'm hmm. just, I'm just not even anywhere in the zip code of being no. nearly prepared no, for me that. Neither. And it's so weird that like. Between the now and like my early thirties, yeah. is something gonna change to make me prepared for that? Or because yeah. I kind of feel like this is just how my life is now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, what's well, gonna happen to me. To I, I also <laughs> think there's a misconception that anyone is prepared. Yeah, that's a like, good point. I re I really I really think that everyone's pretending. Uh, but and, even down to practicality, again, where would I put it? Right, 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 right. That's a good point. Um, but again, like if you met a dude that you were super in love with, like, you know, you're going to have a partner. Here. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know you did. I saw it. I, I saw did it. forget that. You, it's not a stork, Natalie. <laughs> is that what it is? A stork? No. 
No, I mean, but no, like the story. But it's not. Yeah, it's not a stork, so you will have someone there. I guess, yeah, that is going to help. You don't have to live in your current apartment <laughs> if you have a baby. You're yeah. not stuck there. I guess that is true. I uh, guess there is going to be probably another person at play. Or maybe not. You almost know? certainly. Maybe I'll play, uh, maybe I'll pull a Tina Fey and baby mama and just do it my damn self. There you go. When I'm yeah. in my 40s and I've frozen my eggs. Or an Olivia Benson. Yeah, and I solve a crime that involves a child, and I keep it. Yeah, and you just keep it. Mm-hmm. That's what I did with Opal, you don't essentially. Tell anybody. So. With a crime? <laughs> I think that not, you know, her her living situation was a crime. Oh, was it? On In some counties. <laughs> <laughs> I think some might evaluate it as such. I would call it a crime. I'm a hero. Yeah, you are a hero. Yeah. No, there's, there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you... I think I've asked you this before, but do you, how do you say the word C-O-T? Just like, thank you, sleep on. I feel like this is a trap. No, no, no. It's like, it's like a regional accent thing. Caught. And then C-A-U-G-H-T. Caught. You do differentiate like that? Yeah. Cotton caught? Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I I was actually wondering if you did, because that might, it it could have been a difference in our, in our regional accents. I guess, I guess. Do you? Because yes, I do. I ha- I I'd say both, but some people, depending on where they are in the country, will say one of those pronunciations for both words and different. Like some people say "caught," I caught a ball, and then if you're like New Englander, you say "caught" for caught. caught. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's even over pronunciated there, but yeah, caught. I slept on a caught. I've never noticed that. And I caught a ball. Wow, look at you. You're so smart. So smart. Knowing about language. I know, man. Do you go to school for that? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, never. Never. Man, college was so long ago and it trips me out. It was. I hate it. Do you know I graduated college six years ago this year? Yeah, I was there. Remember? You were there. I was there and I was just hanging out with your family while you were walking. Oh, that's true. Mm Mm-hmm. That was such an annoying day. <laughs> I mean, it was great to have you there, obviously. I mean, yeah. After the graduation was great. Oh, yeah. But going through the graduation was terrible. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I d- and I didn't, I didn't walk in my high school graduation, so that was the first cer- graduation ceremony I'd ever sat through. Mm-hmm. And good God, it was terrible. It was long. It was very long. Mm-hmm. It was very long for not a lot of payoff. Yeah. I begged my mom to let me not, or like, I you didn't, I didn't want to have to go. Arch. Yes, I did. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I had to walk through it when I first got to college. That's the whole thing. Mm. And they said if you walk through it before you graduate, you will either end up transferring or flunking out. Wow. Yeah, which is not true because I I did it immediately. (laughs) You were like, bet. Yeah, I said bet and I fucking graduated. It's so weird. Oh, my God. Someone's blowing up our Instagram right now. Oh, who is it? Kenzie. Shout out to Kenzie. We love you. Hey, Oh, yeah. We never, like, sometimes we used to talk about people, but we yes. don't as much anymore. But my new friend, um, Erica, listened to an episode, and she said that she assumed that because we're not professionals, it was going to sound worse, but it actually sounded better than she expected. Oh, thank you. So that's a really good compliment. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I'm, I I kind of work hard to yeah, do it. Yeah, Michael puts a lot of work in like, the podcast. I know it's not. It's not where I want it to be because we don't, you know, we don't have a studio and we've made no effort to like soundproof our environments or anything or sound dampen our environments. I think we're at least better than like two jabronis on a MacBook. I think so too. I think so too. Um, 
but I really appreciate that compliment. Also, shout out to the ladies at my mom's hair salon, apparently. Yeah. Because uh, apparently they, they said that they get down with it. And I don't know how any of them found it. Hell yeah. So shout out to you ladies. Shout out to our friend Ryan who will listen to episodes and then text us the things that he wants to say and reply to yes. us. Yes. I love that. I love it because his was so out of context today. He just said, he just sent the text. I would also pay a thousand dollars to see that his guy's dick. dick. That is so fucking funny. Just out of, out of, yeah, just out of nowhere. Oh, Natalie, can I ask you something? Yeah, of course. I got on Tinder again recently. Yeah, you did. Get um, out there, boy. Uh, also, for I, I know I posted this on Instagram and some of you may have seen it, but don't Tinder like kind of blew up my spot saying I was a popular user. Yeah. Which, I sent you a screenshot of what that looks yes, like. Yes, you did. I yeah. appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's, that's mean. Is it? Isn't it? Like, does that, doesn't that kind of turn you off if you see that? I see. And I say, hmm. Really? Like, oh, he is desirable. Oh, yes. Social proof, baby. That's marketing. I guess so. I I always, I thought it was like, I thought it would kind of be a turnoff because it's like, oh, clearly this person's using this app a lot or whatever, or like, I I never thought of that, I guess. Okay. Well, uh, good. No, because I don't think it's indicative of your use. I think it's indicative of, oh, a lot of people have swiped on you. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. But I, I I also like, I'm so scared of competition. I would be, I would 100% believe it if it was like, it actually has no relation to how many times you've been swiped on. It's just something that Tinder randomly generates to try to sell their premium shit. Which I think is true because. Listen, I had not used it for like six months. I, you know, switched up some photos, updated my profile, did some shit. Um, and I had a lot of like matches that had been sitting there for a while and building up. Mm-hmm. And then I did match with a lot of people. Like I did get a lot of new matches that day. But I don't think it was a crazy amount. Like right. I don't think it was that worthy of being a popular user, you know. Yeah. So I am pretty sure that it's just like some bullshit that Tinder does. Um, sell 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 we're living in a capitalist hellscape absolutely we are they want to commodify our love yeah oh absolutely that's that's the primary the primary thing to to commodify you know yeah it's true yeah the you know what guys just don't this speaks this is kind of a different topic but like uh when thinking about purchasing products or getting some like sort of artificial or very surface level love from people who don't love you. Be wary of that. I didn't follow that. That's fine. That's fine. It was like a, it's a, it's a thought David Foster Wallace had. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to ask you a question about the, this, these Tinder matches. I matched with uh, a few ladies, some of whom I was very attracted to. And we started to have good conversation. Nice. Uh, but then I fell into a bit of a depressive episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stopped responding to them. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't, it, it wasn't at the point where I got anybody's number or anything like that. It was just kind of like the initial, the initial conversation the first day. Um, is there a world where I can pick those conversations back up? Or is that done? And I just have to move on. No, I think you can. Um, and just I, say like, sorry. Uh, you're actually, I think, in a better position than you think. Uh-huh. But I think that you have to be mindful. So so I wanna I wanna answer that question with a story. Okay. Which is there is a person who communicates with me both via dating app and now on Instagram. Okay. Very irregularly. 
Yes. And for some reason, yeah. he's got me on his hook. Yeah. Like for some reason, it's that irregularity and the fact that like it's a fun little surprise. Yeah. That like for some reason it just really, really ups the appeal in my eyes. So like you could oh, play interesting. you could play that game. A little bit of a hard to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of a a little bit of a I'm mysterious. A rover. Like when's he gonna talk to me? Yeah. But I hate that. I know. That's my it's fear. It's bad. Yeah, I know. It's not fun. And so I to don't be on the receiving I end don't want to be mean to these but people. But what I'm saying is that you could kind of lean into that and use that as kind of your like getting your foot back in the door, but then it turns out you're actually like a, nice. A nice person. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good. That makes me feel better. Because I've been like anxious about it. I didn't want to message them back and be like i just didn't want it to seem like i had found someone else tried with them and now i'm going back to plan b or something like that i didn't i don't ever want to make anybody feel like that especially because it's not true and i feel like i probably contribute to like you being anxious about that because i always talk to you about how men communicate with me and i feel like i can always tell when i'm like third in somebody's rotation absolutely i can always tell when like somebody's got a couple other people lined up but like they want to keep me on the back Mm -hmm. burner yeah yeah, i can't fucking stand it yeah, no, totally. And but I want to I want to like digest that information and I I haven't done it consciously, but that's probably true, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you have contributed to me uh being conscious of that, which I do appreciate. Yeah, but I also don't want to contribute it's... to your anxiety like I do. Yeah. I want you to know that whenever I bitch about men, I'm pretty much just excluding you from that conversation because like I feel like your anxiety has prevented you from being terrible. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, dude, and that is like a that's a bad feeling i saw i saw a tweet not that long ago that was a uh a woman talking about how she gets pissed when her it was something about like a guy hit her up on snapchat or something and she was like doesn't it piss you off when the person you were only talking to because they're nice and you were bored moves on and like ditches you then Mm -hmm. like yeah, it was it was about being ghosted by someone who you didn't even really want to give the time of day, but it was just because they were nice and always there. Mm-hmm. And I, I really reflected on that because in my last relationship, I I could feel that I was only being kept around because someone else was busy and in another relationship, and I was just like pleasant to have around. Yeah, and the speaking to um her, that woman's situation specifically. The idea that the person you're talking to wouldn't feel like you they were your second choice is silly because you're definitely going to be manifesting that in some way. Oh, yeah. Like the idea that you you're saying to yourself, I'm giving this person a chance. I'm like uh, giving throwing him a bone by mm-hmm. dating them because they're nice and always around. You're always going to manifest that in some way. You're all that's always going to slip out in your behavior in some way, and they're going to feel it. Yeah, and it feels like shit. Yes, it feels terrible. No, absolutely. I, I totally. You can't. At least, at least in my experience, something as fundamental as like the reason that you're with somebody, yeah. you can't fucking like lie about that. Dude, no you're matter so how right. much you want to, like, it's gonna come out in the way that you treat that yes. person. It's gonna make itself very apparent, and. It's on it like I don't want to say the onus is on the other person, but like you as the person receiving that have to decide like how much of this am I willing to tolerate? And that I can agree. be really, really hard to like yes. pull yourself away from. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It, that it, That's a gnarly one. Uh, 
And I, that's, that's, I've thought about that a lot since my last relationship because it's something to, you need to think about and don't be afraid to fucking get out of there. If you feel that way or be honest and have an honest conversation with that person, because it, it's like, it's this very kind of quiet anxiety that lives inside of you. And, and you need to, that's, that's nothing to live with, you know? And I am so afraid of experiencing that. And I'm so afraid of like, I'm so afraid of somebody being with me for the wrong reasons yeah. and being hurt because of that, that I feel like I'm super judgmental of people. Uh huh. And it's like striking a balance of like, how, how do I protect myself from that while still being like open to things? And giving people a chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. That's like the eternal balance. That's like a struggle to find balance. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to find a balance. Atmosphere. Yeah. 2004. Um, okay. I don't know if that's the year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking tough one, man. Yeah. That's a tough one. Like, and I think I mentioned that person earlier who like drives me crazy because they don't talk to me consistently. Yeah. I had to have a conversation with a friend. Where I was just like, it feels really good when this person talks to me, but then when they only talk to me when it's convenient for them or when they're drunk or, you know, when they are bored, yeah. that makes me feel bad. Of course. And it doesn't make that person a bad person, but it just, I'm not, I can't be open to attention from them right now because it's making me feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Which is such a valuable thing to acknowledge. Yeah, it is. But it's acknowledging it is one thing you're right and like i know what i should do i know that i should just like block that person yeah. and like move on because i you can't change people and you can't make people emotionally available to you yeah but i haven't been able to do that yet because i understand it sucks. It i know sucks. i but mean do i if if doing <laughs> if doing somewhat pleasurable things despite the negative consequences that come afterwards isn't the human condition i don't know what is <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that seemed, that's a fucking just summation of how our brains work generally, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the root of addiction and, and like so many things. It's, it's, that's fucking what it is, man. <sighs> well, I think you know? we found it. I think we solved it. I think we did too. Yeah. You know, Mark Wahlberg's a weird name, huh? <laughs> it is. You know, he's got a restaurant called Wahlburgers. Yeah. That's bad. I think I was the one to tell you that Joey Fatone's hot dog restaurant is called Fat Ones. Yes. And it is Fatone's Fat Ones. That's brilliant. I know. You did say that to yeah, me. Yeah, I think I was the one that like guided you to that revelation and the, it was one of the best days of my life. It's beautiful. That's yeah. that's great. Yeah. It's like Florida being from Florida. Florida. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. These are br these are the minds of this generation. These are the minds of this generation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. X-Files. No sense. Makes no sense. Um what time are we at? I don't know. Check the oh, boy. Oh, God, my butt. Okay, yeah, you were kind of doing a weird sit in the chair, so I'm yeah, going to but... blame you for this. Oh, I know. But my back, I have scoliosis, and so I have to sit weird ways. Sometimes I'll sleep on the ground with my legs up on my bed. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> Terrible. But incredibly sexy if a woman's over. <laughs> uh, oh, we're at an hour 23. Oh. Almost. Okay. Man, that flew by. Yeah, it did. Holy shit. God, I love recording a podcast with you. I know. We have so much fun. We do have fun. So much good fun. What are we going to do for episode 10? Wow. Well, yeah, we're coming up on a milestone. We should do... <gasps> this is episode nine. Yeah. Fuck. Why? 
Well, because we kind of wanted to do a Valentine's Day thing. I was yeah. hoping I was hoping that those things lined up. But oh, no, that's no, not no. The case. no, no, no. That's not the case at all, Michael, you fucking dork. Turdmonger. Turdmonger? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. I was just saying words. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. If you're listening, um, hi. Uh, let us know if you're interested in another live stream. Uh, yeah. Particularly one Valentine's Day themed. Yeah. And, and I have no doubt that this one will probably not get the same amount of attention that the Christmas one did. A lot of people turned up for the Christmas yeah, one and we really which appreciate was great. it. But now we don't want you to feel like you're locked in a cycle of like, oh, well, if they're going to do a live yeah, stream, Yeah, then I, I got to go again. We don't want that energy. No. If you're going to feel like that, honestly, I'd rather you skipped it because I don't want that energy. Totally. On my stream. We also, I think a lot of our friends are in relationships. And so yeah, they might so have something better be to do. Yeah, they'll probably be busy on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think for the sake of us having something to do. Yes, Other exactly. than be sad. murder, suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is who's, who's murdering? I think I'm murdering You're going to you. murder me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Um, I think we can both agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could never murder you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, um, but I think, yeah, we might try to do some time, type of Valentine's Day stream. Um, I told Michael recently that I think a good idea for an episode would be him and I as exes playing the newlywed game. Yeah, I think that would be fucking amazing. Yeah. So we're, we, you know what we could do? What could we do? Um, Taking away, well, I mean, it kind of sucks because part of the fun of a live stream is the audience engagement and being able to answer people's questions and stuff. But something we could do in lieu of a live stream, because a lot of our, our fans our fans, <laughs> a lot of our friends might be busy. Um, is like, do just like a little production, like a video, yeah. a recorded video yeah. that we could just put out on YouTube or something, do something. So people could watch it at their leisure. Yeah. Um, and that could be it. We could do like a little production of the newlywed game and yeah. record it and then and then kind of put it out on Valentine's Day, but just have people, you know, be able to watch it whenever they wanted to. Yeah. Now uh, this has just turned into a podcast strategy sesh. Yeah, man. Welcome to the on meeting, the everybody. Yeah. Welcome this is to the, the behind the scenes, the hashing out. I think it kind of makes sense to end the interview that we started at the beginning of this oh, episode yeah, with yeah, some career with next planning. Steps. Yes. Yeah. Our next 30, 60, 90. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, but I, I think that'd be kind of fun. I've been wanting to get into, I'm working on, uh, you know, this is such a fucking terrible sentence. I'm working on a YouTube video right now. Oh. And so I've been, I've been like, that's been on my mind a little bit. Is, is Honing those skills. Yeah, doing stuff like that. It's so much fucking fun. Right on. Uh, so maybe, maybe we'll do that for Valentine's Day. Let us know what you think in the, yeah, in the comments. In the comments that the don't comments. exist. Well, you can leave it on the... Instagram DM or the something. The Instagram post that you make to promote the episode that you didn't do last week? I didn't. I was in a depressive episode. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, you are correct, though. And it's also not up on our website. I, yeah, that was... I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry, everybody. It's okay. I haven't checked the numbers either, but I bet they're bad. We should do... We should split those responsibilities. I feel like I should help more, at least with the promotion side of it. Well... So maybe we could talk about that. Okay. In okay. an off-air strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. our we audience doesn't have to We don't got to hash that out right now. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I, that, w- that would be great, though. Yeah. Natalie's going to start working harder, everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. I, l- listen, it's not that you don't contribute anything to this podcast because it wouldn't exist without you. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, we don't have to have this conversation on, on, on air. Um, well, any, any final uh, thoughts? 
Um, drink water. Mm-hmm. Berry. No. Got him. Got him. Um. God, uh, one of our listeners reminded me I what I forgot the last time. Freeze him before you put him in the wood tower? Yes. It was that. That was it. Uh, kill him with an icicle in uh-huh, a hot tub. Uh-huh. Um, um, fuck Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Uh, uh, <laughs> Steven Crowder. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Yeah, get those fuckers out of here. Get those fuckers out of here. And um, good uh, good day. Good, good evening. Eve. Good, good night. Good night, New, New York. York. <laughs>